Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, you know that we, here in the Morgan household, recently played what I like to call a giant game of chicken with with an employer. The, a hospital system that my wife works for uh, put into place a mandate. Get one of the COVID vaccines before the end of the month, or you would be put on unpaid leave. And they decided to put people on unpaid leave, of course, because that way they didn't have to pay the unemployment. And thusly, the person being placed on, on the unpaid leave is punished even more, given even more of an incentive to get the shot. The other slap in the face was that because most of the vaccines took two shots, and of course, after getting the first shot, you had to wait two weeks until you got the second shot, and then another two weeks until being considered fully vaccinated, this left many with only a day or two to make a decision as to what to do before they started to lose income. Now, my wife and I had already contracted uh, and recovered from COVID. And so we knew that we had natural immunity, which of course is way better than any of the vaccines. My wife also works remotely 100 percent of the time. So she has no physical contact with patients or staff. The first thing that we did was try to speak uh, and, and, and seek out uh, a medical exemption. But this was not really looking like a very good way to go uh, because most of the doctors were not writing letters for patients. Uh, they weren't really accepting almost any medical exemptions. And in fact, my wife, uh, Chrissy, went to the doctor and the doctor told her that the vaccine was so safe that not a single person had died after receiving the shot. <laughs> this, was, this was a doctor who said not a single person had died after receiving the shot. She literally asked her, do you really believe that? And she told her yes. And, and this is, of course, just simply completely false. And, and yes, we're looking for a new doctor. <laughs> but, but even if you can find a doctor that thinks the same way that you do when it comes to the vaccine, they're stifled and restricted. The, the second thing that we did was apply for a religious exemption. We, had, um, we, we made sure that the application did not include how we felt personally. But it, it stuck to the religious arguments of the case. About two weeks after submitting the application, her supervisor came back to, to her and said that the company was, was having the supervisor ask if those that submitted the religious exemptions had anything else to add to the application. Now, this was a little bit curious because we're, we, we thought that everything had been spelled out really well. And, and why would they be coming back asking for more information. But knowing that they, they do this, 
because they they want to see if you'll add anything to um, your application and make statements of personal objection. And so what she said was, no. And she said, I think my letter of application says it all. And she just left it at that. Because if they can get you to make personal objection statements, then they can base their rejection off of that. They they literally waited. Um, and, and, and we waited. We, we played this giant game of chicken where we were waiting, they were waiting. Now, obviously, every day it goes by is another day that, that um, you know, we would lose uh, income. Um, because, again, you, there's that basically a month period of time if you're going to get the vac- vaccine that uh, that you have to wait before you're considered fully vaccinated. Um, and, and, and obviously, you know, if you're not going to get a vaccine, then, you know, you're, you, you're just waiting uh, to see if you're going to get the exemption so that you can keep your job. And, and this particular employer waited until the last day before she had to get vaccinated or lose her job to tell her that not only was her exemption approved, because a lot of these exemptions were being approved, but then they were firing these people anyway, because, you know, they weren't going to make any, any kind of accommodation for them. But that my wife, in this case, because she's 100% remote, she could actually keep her job as well. And she's one of the very few lucky ones. This was really a very difficult time, but but ours is is really one with a happy ending, and for many they have not been so fortunate. Uh, I, I I've heard just recently where um, in some states that have these mandates that some of the police officers and the and you know, the first responders are uh, literally they're out of time. The the the, the time for, for which they need to get vaccinated or lose their job is up, and yet they have religious exemption uh, applications in, and these states aren't actually looking at these exemptions. They're not giving them a decision even before the time frame. They, these, these workers, they, ha- they have had to make the decision to get the vaccine or lose their job. State governors, employers, and even the president of the United States has tried to mandate these vaccines to everyone, no matter their situation, no matter their their medical history or their choice in, in what's best for them. It can seem like there's just not any good news out there when it, when it comes to the mandates. And it can seem like our freedoms are, are just simply being lost. It can, it can seem like no one is standing up for not only their rights, but the rights of everyone. But we are now seeing some good news coming out, and it's really refreshing. Allison Williams is the Daily Wire's newest employee, (laughs) believe it or not. Uh, Previously, she was with ESPN, which of course is owned by Disney, since uh, 2011, where she covered a wide variety of major sporting events, including multiple NCAA Final Fours, uh, the 2021 uh, CFB National Championship, the the Rose Bowl, and and the NBA Draft. And she says this. She says, I worked as a reporter with ESPN for over 10 years. 
It wasn't until I refused to receive the COVID-19 vaccine in compliance with the company's mandate that my employment came into question. Disney released a statement earlier in the year to all employees saying that they would continue to support personal choice regarding the vaccine. They later reversed that decision, offering an ultimatum in its place. My request for accommodation was denied, first for medical exemption and later for a religious exemption. Neither mattered, nor did it matter that I had COVID-19 and there, and therefore I had natural immunity. I was willing to test regularly and wear a mask and you know, posing no significant threat to others. All that mattered was that I comply and receive the injection. The federal government and, and, and billion-dollar megacorporations were more privy to what was best for me and my family than me. And in the hardest decision of my life, I subsequently left. For this, I was labeled many things, anti-science, irresponsible, and most often anti-vax. Despite the, the clarity I have offered on this matter, I have still been labeled as such. The name-calling and labeling anti-vax versus pro-vax are, di are divisions from what I think is most important here. The freedom for each of us to be able to make decisions for ourselves and our families based on our own risk assessments. I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-mandates that, that disregard those freedoms and stand in opposition to personal belief and, uh, and, and agency. The reasons behind our medical choices are not the concern of employers or the government. The lack of respect we've seen for personal freedom in these decisions is staggering. And the fact that we have been coerced into putting our medical and life decisions on display for employers, injection and judgment, and inspection and judgment to maintain em employment is wrong. Politics has no place here. Our choice in the consultation with our doctor was made in light of many fertility and 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 desire to grow our family. And listening to, to more stories from women in a similar place, I, I knew there are those who chose to receive the, the vaccine with, with great success, um, experiencing healthy and, and uneventful pregnancies and deliveries. There have also been women who chose to receive it, whose experience subsequent fertility and pregnancy issues and even miscarriages. Does that establish the vaccine is the cause? No, I understand that, she says. But they are forced to, to wonder. I don't want to live with that uncertainty. We have to stop acting like these stories don't matter, like this vaccine is without risk. Where there is risk, there must be choice. To me, this only furs the importance of respecting the medical freedom of individuals, even beyond the vaccine. Consider 
regular doctor visits, which oftentimes require referrals to specialists, second opinions, alternative solutions, the list goes on. With different health needs, the medical history, and available resources, there is rarely a single solution that will always be the best way forward for every individual. The beauty of this country we live in is that that choice exists. And you, the individual, with your family and your support group, are the ones best suited to make that choice. So to both the women who have success with the vaccine and those that did not, I believe you and I support your individual decisions. Many retort that it is a matter of moral, of morality to receive the injection for the good of society, including your employer and fellow employees. To those individuals, I hope your faith will be restored in the ability of others to decide what's best for their own family and community. I hope you'll also consider whether it furthers the good of society for individuals to abandon their closely held beliefs in the face of tyrannical threats from employers and the government. If history has taught us anything, it is to it is a, a mark of good character that no matter the consequence, one stands up for one's values and beliefs. These principles shape us not only into good citizens, but ironically, into good employees and are more important than our paychecks. I ask again, could a rejection of that character be good for society? Many have decided it is not, which is why they stand for the freedom to reject the vaccine mandates. I stand, small though my part has been, in humbling solidarity with the brave men and women who are first responders, police officers, firefighters, government workers, and military, as they are especially targeted with these overreaches and are forced to weigh their livelihoods against their beliefs and often their own doctor's medical advice. A part of me never wanted to take on this fight. I thought about laying low, staying quiet, waiting for this all to pass. But I was inundated with messages from people around the country who were faced with the same dilemma. These people don't have media outlets wanting to, you know, tell the, tell their side. I feel a moral obligation to stand with them and to use my platform in any way possible to open minds and to bring awareness to the devastating and far-reaching impact of these mandates. To those who support and condone the vaccine mandates, I ask you, at what cost? What are you willing to lose as a citizen to get these shots in arms? As I've said before, power given is seldom returned, and there will be a time when corporations and, or government or both will mandate violations of your beliefs, and we're here to fight for you as well. I'm grateful for the doctor for, for the door opened by Daily Wire in this case in allowing me to continue to do what I love to share stories 
through sports. It becomes increasingly important as the government and corporations like Disney, for their own reasons or for the reasons of shareholders or political pressures, cease to uphold the values which are in integral to our nation. It gives me hope, not in the con continued divide between you know, those that, that choose to vaccinate and those that do not, but that there is growing number who continue to believe and uphold the individual's freedom to choice. Take heart and continue to stand up. Your moral, ethical, and medical objections matter. I'm with you, and it's worth it. I, I thought that was excellent. I thought that was an excellent uh, presentation of, of exactly what we're looking at here from somebody who just went through this. And again, a, a story that ends uh, happily uh, and 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 is is continuing. And in more good news, and this this is just more more good news on top of good news. Uh, a, a judge on Thursday issued a temporary restraining order blocking President Joe Biden from firing several unvaccinated federal employees, including active duty military members named in the lawsuit challenging the president's vaccine mandate as unconstitutional. The plaintiffs are seeking religious exemptions from the Bi uh, Biden vaccine mandate for federal workers. Uh, first uh, formally announced, of course, on September 9th. Quote, none of the civilian employee plaintiffs will be subject to discipline while his or her request for a religious exemption is pending, unquote. This is from a Washington, D.C. District Judge Colleen Collar uh, Cotley. Uh, she ordered this, according to Fox News. Now, Judge uh, Collar Cotley rule, uh, ruling added that, quote, active duty military plaintiffs whose religious exemption requests have been denied will not be disciplined or uh, separated during the, pen, uh, the pendency of their appeals, unquote. Political and a lawyer, G uh, Gina Ellis, uh, posted the ruling on, uh, on Twitter on, on this last Thursday. Uh, this is, quote, this is her quote, this is an amazing development from the D.C. District Court in the stand for our rights against the unconstitutional vaccine mandates. She also said that the, the uh, court further ordered the defendants in the Biden administration to file a supplemental notice by noon this last Friday that indicates whether they will agree that no plaintiff will be disciplined or terminated pending the court's ruling. Now, immediately following uh, Biden's announcement of the vaccine dic uh, dictate, Mike Yoder, the plaintiff's lawyer, made an announcement of his own. He said, quote, I will be immediately filing suit against Joe Biden regarding his overboard and unconstitutional vaccine mandate. And he actually posted that to Twitter. And he said that uh, your uh, executive order may not be about freedom, but this lawsuit Suit surely as hell is, is what Yoder added. A day before Yoder received the temporary restraining order uh, in his favor, he uh, actually raged against the mandate online. He said, under Biden, exercising your religious freedoms will get you fired for cause and you will lose your benefits. But if you pr uh, 
perjure yourself, like FBI's Andy McCabe, you'll get a pension, $200,000 in payback, and $500,000 worth of attorney's fees. In an op-ed, The Hill noted this month that, that McCabe settled with the DOJ, eliminating all consequences. Yes, all consequences for the ruling that he lied under oath. And the agreement uh, does not change the fact that you know he, he perjured himself there, but it does take away all consequences. Now, Biden said in September the mandatory vaccination and testing um, and mask requirements are not just federal employees, but many private businesses too. Companies with at least 100 employees must uh, be required um, uh, they must require their employees to get vaccinated or submit to weekly COVID-19 tests under the new Biden administration uh, plan to combat the coronavirus and and uh, encourage vaccination. And I love I love how how they they frame this as encourage vaccination. Um, it's more like bully vaccination. Uh, President Joe Biden is scheduled to outline uh, his. Uh, revamped federal strategy, um, and and yet we really haven't seen anything come down yet. Now this again just seems more like a bullying tactic. Uh, he announced what he was going to do, and to this point, he hasn't done it. But according to the Wall Street Journal, the U.S. Labor Department plans to issue an emergency temporary standard in a matter of weeks. So we'll see. Implementing the new requirement, which will cover 80 million private sector workers. Businesses that don't comply can face fines of up to $14,000 per violation. But here's the deal. And again, I'm bringing you good news today. This is good news on the vaccine mandate front. And and, and let me me, uh, read you this. This is uh, from last Friday. Uh, and it's Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. He's a Republican, and and the state attorney general Chris Carr. They announced their intention to file a complaint against the Biden administration over the COVID nineteen vaccine mandates for federal contractors, according to a press release from Kemp's office. The complaint, which will be filed with the U.S. District Court uh, for the Southern District of Georgia, explains how the Biden administration. Uh, unprecedented, unlawful, and unconstitutional COVID-19 vaccine mandate for federal contractors has placed Georgia's state agencies and elected officials, including Governor Kemp and Georgia's Department of Agriculture and the the University System of Georgia in an untenable situation, they put it. Quote, polling shows 70% of unvaccinated Americans say that they would quit their jobs if their company required the COVID-19 vaccine. From an employer's perspective, 9 in 10 fear significant reductions in their workforce if they had to implement vaccine mandates. And we will not allow the Biden administration to circumvent the law or force hardworking Georgians to choose between their livelihood or this vaccine. And Kemp stated this in his, in his press release. Now, in a, in a tweet announced from uh, the, uh, the complaint... Kemp wrote uh, in part, quote, we won't allow the federal government to circumvent the law or force hardworking Georgians to choose between their livelihood 
or a vaccine. Carr echoed Kemp's statement, noting that the vaccine uh, places intense burden on their state. Uh, Kemp and Carr are, are joined by several other states, in fact, including Alabama, Idaho, Kansas, South Carolina's Governor uh, Henry Mc, uh, McMaster, uh, Utah, uh, West Virginia, and, 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 and actually it sounds like a few others. Now, on September 9th, as you know, the White House issued this executive order regarding the vaccination requirements, and all federal workers, as well as federal contractors, this was a part of why uh, Southwest Airlines uh, went through this absolute mess, is because they're considered, airlines are considered uh, federal contractors because they do business at airports. Now, the the Safer Federal Workforce Task uh, Workforce Task Force later detailed. Uh, how'd you like a name like that? The, the Safer Federal Workforce Task Force <laughs> later detailed quote covered contractors must uh, ensure uh, ensure that all covered contractor employees are fully vaccinated for COVID nineteen unless the employee is legally entitled to accommodation covered contractor employees must be fully vaccinated no later than December 8th of this year. Now, uh, in, in a Daily Wire report, the, the uh, tech company Lumen sent out an uh, email to its employees uh, last Tuesday stating that, uh, that this, this, this is their quote, uh, despite having, quote, resisted vaccine requirements, the company must now comply with fe- with presidential orders to require vaccines within Lumen. The email added that even work from home employees would work directly or indirectly with covered federal contractors are subject to the mandate and that it is a condition of employment. Numerous companies are either complying with the federal mandate or issuing mandates of their own, including General Electric, United Airlines, Tyson Foods, Walmart, and Microsoft. Kemp's announcement comes on the heels of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis declaring uh, last Thursday that the state will file a lawsuit over the federal contractor's vaccine requirements. This is what he said, quote, months ago, Joe Biden was saying that it wouldn't be appropriate or lawful for the federal government to mandate these COVID shots. But now we have somehow gone from 15 days to slow the spread to three jabs to keep your job. The federal government is exceeding their power and it is important for us to take a stand because in Florida, we believe these are choices based on individual circumstances. This is what DeSantis said, according to his own press release. Now, I will, I, I'll end here and say this. I believe that the tide is turning. I think that we are going to get through this really, really trying time. And we're going to beat back this tyrannical power grab. I mean, these are freedoms. This is there are times in history when when you definitely need to stand up whether or not you believe in the in, in, in getting the vaccine or or you've chosen not to that really is just a side note what we're talking about here is a vaccine mandate for those that have chosen not to and 
it is tyrannical. It is it is a power grab. It is control and power that, if given, will not be returned, as what we just heard. It is one of those things where just our the way we're wired by God. God wired us in such a way that when it comes to the 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 thing we want to give up the least is power and control. And when we have it, giving that up is so difficult for people. And it almost doesn't matter who you are. When you are in in a position of power and control and you are given that kind kind of thing, it's just not one of those things that you easily give up. And that's what's happening here. This is a grab for our rights. This is a grab for power and control, not just about vaccine mandates. This is about a lot of things, and it needs to be come up against. It needs We need to stand up, and we need to say, no, this is not going to happen. And that's what's happening here. That's why I wanted to bring you this good news today, because there's a lot of good things that are happening. The tide is turning, and people are standing up against this power grab. So, yeah, you may agree with me. You may disagree with me. But, again, I would love for you uh, to to go. If you're on Facebook, go to Facebook. Like our page. If um, you can always, of course, go to uncommonsensepodcast.com, and and you can hear, um, you know, you you can you can communicate with me. You can hear past uh, podcasts. Would love for you to do that. And uh, th- again, thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Organite Communications.